Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. All right. We've got a destination. We have a plan. Yes. Plan has been had. Lives have been mostly saved. There was one fatality in the previous episode. Devastating. Mm. Rest in peace, Maria. Maria. Yeah, had to be Ross too. I was gonna say first off, yeah. it had to be Ross because mm. even as a Dotari, he's gonna play Paladin. <laughs> In my defense, I usually kill Heather or Jessica. That we have died oh, so that, many yeah. times. So it's someone else's yes. turn. Heather and I are In his on defense, <laughs> he says. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I actually thought he might have he might have taken us all out, and Adria would have had to fight it solo. So mm. I'm surprised that we only lost one. Mostly, I kill NPCs. Sometimes by the oh, thousands, yeah. depending on the adventure path. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, I suppose uh, when last we had left our heroes, our Silver Ravens had gone their separate way. Adria had an unexpected nocturnal visitor in the form of the <laughs> uh, child Maggie, who ended up not being a child and ended up not instead being a faceless stalker. And this is why you don't invite strangers to your house. <laughs> she was a child that had no shoes. Adria had to invite her. <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I totally get it. Yep. I've always, uh, this kind of a, a random side note, I think I I think it's because the Faceless Stalker was in one of, actually, the hands-down best Pathfinder adventure path book that I've always had a soft spot for mm. the Faceless Stalker. Yeah, so, I can understand that. Anyway, like, I've always enjoyed them as a monster, so it was kind of interesting getting to see them in uh, second edition. Didn't really, because Adria jumped out a window, didn't really get to <laughs> utilize one of their cool abilities, which uh, they actually get, like, a, a boost of adrenaline whenever they transform back into their natural form and get, like, attack bonuses and things, which is pretty neat, but it only lasts for one round, so. Mm. Ah, well, good. Adria was like, no. So what you're saying is Adria made the right call jumping out the window. Sometimes yeah. you gotta jump out a window. Maybe I made the wrong call in not you having it jump America. out the window and attempt to land on her. Because <laughs> second so edition mean. does give me the rules for falling on another creature. <laughs> die bomb attack. Sure, just body slam you. Oh man. Oh goodness. Jumping from the ropes. Yeah, I was yep. gonna say Heather's the wrestler here. What's the wrestling term when you jump up on the ropes and you hit somebody? Well, I mean, there's a bunch of different names for it depending yeah. on whose move is doing it. But Super you know. I was gonna say, it's it's not getting up there. It's how you jump off of it and how many twists and twirls you do. Oh, I see. Twists and twirls. That's it right. should have uh, done a uh, Pox black arrow, black arrow thing where he like twirls three times in the air before he lands on right. people. It's it ridiculous. <laughs> so I just made that up, but I was right. It Whee! is a twirl. It's like a weird spin. It's like a spin in midair. I'm like, how do you spin? do this without breaking your neck? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was only a, I was only a wrestling kid back in the 90s. So I was mm. back with, the you know, Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin and all the rest yeah. of those, The Rock. Mm. However, Adria did manage to survive thanks to uh, one running and two the timely intervention of a, uh, a patrol of uh, Datari. Yeah, they're getting muffins every day forever. Mm. <laughs> and, like actually listening back through that, y'all's dice were on fire. I know like, that those was crazy. Those rolls were obscene. Well, that's yeah. why I was like, I was surprised we only lost one because those mm -hmm. were not very strong Datari. <laughs> Adria, the only Adria, the only damage Adria even took was from jumping out of the window. Yeah. Yeah. So that all worked out real good for her. Until Jordan's character panic fired three arrows into random houses. I think you guys were doing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's me, right? That's because you put my soul into that NPC. It's going to happen. It's true. <laughs> However, uh, following that, all of you had met back up at Long Road's Coffee House. You'd gone over the details of that whole situation. Mm -hmm. uh, Rexus had uh, contacted y'all and let you know that he had had a breakthrough, at which point he had informed you of uh, all that was learned pertaining towards the 
Lucky Bones. Mm-hmm. Basically that the uh, Hell Knights of the Order of the Torrent were responsible for taking out the thieves and slavers known as the Gray Spiders, which were operating out of a casino called the Lucky Bones and uh, mostly bones. doing all the rest of that underground underneath the Lucky Bones. And it's flooded. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the very least, some of it is flooded. You know that they uh, they went through there, they killed a number of them, and then apparently they, for some reason, chose to seal it off uh, when there was some sort of flooding and other such and have left it undisturbed uh, for the decades since I'm it sure was purged. Uh, yeah, Everything fine. is fine and structurally sound. Yep. I get to test out the Lacedons. There's definitely no <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> Rick didn't make a handout of aquatic combat rules, right? <laughs> I mean, I know he printed one, but I don't know if That's it's for us. <laughs> oh, it's for us. It's, uh, Why else would he have made it, Rachel? There, there was one. That's the ultimate uh, that foreshadowing. You, that you did actually put out for our Patreon. Yeah, I think this is a little bit less foreshadowing, a little bit more for skywriting at this yeah. point with how much <laughs> direction I've given towards the inevitability of aquatic issues. I mean, yep. he's done everything but put a sign that says water combat ahead here. <laughs> you just show up and there's just a water slide down into the dungeon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are going to have to wait a day before we go charging in there because Chesra needs to memorize water breathing. We got to prep. Hmm. Uh, well, I think your plan had been to go and uh, uh, stop by Odd and Daughter and talk to uh, your friendly neighborhood druid priest of uh, Gosra. Yeah, that too, that too. And uh, get his blessing. It's true, he did offer a blessing if we were to go yeah. um, into the waters. However, it was explained to you that part of the complex is flooded, part of the complex is not. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but I'd still like Cesare to have a chance to memorize water breathing so we can, uh, just in case of emergency, because we don't know what our dear Utyug's blessing is going to be. Yeah, I also can prepare water breathing. I suppose following that, with the intention for all of you to re-prepare your spells and such, you'd all gone your separate way from the Long Roads Coffee House, choosing to reconvene the following day, Star Day, if you will, the 14th of Neth. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume that all of you plan to probably convene at dawn. Uh, the most centralized location yeah. would be, of course, on Bleak Bridge. Uh, although technically you could all meet over at Niklo's because his is on the way. Sure. We'll meet out front. All of you go your way. You go and buy some uh, preparatory equipment and everything else before uh, waking up the next day, uh, trekking through the city streets of Cantargo uh, to meet up at Niklo's over in the uh, the Devil's Nursery before making your way over from there to Old Cantargo. It is a a gray day. Uh, now in the month of Neth, you're just at the tail end of autumn, uh, on the edge of winter. Waking up in the morning, it's that thing where it's you step outside and it's that crispness of the mm. morning. And everything has that faint bluish gray to it uh, as you make your way in the early dawn light. The cold mist that's rolled in off of the ocean has clung just enough to give everything this somewhat sparkly sheen as you make your way across Bleak Bridge before... Uh, I suppose you probably find Niccolo eating a day-old muffin sitting on the bottom <laughs> step of his stairs uh, as all of you arrive. <laughs> no, he sits on the second step. The first step still has that problem with the nail. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. <laughs> Seven pigeons watch him waiting. Why is he at war with the pigeons? <laughs> because they keep stealing my food. Yeah, Raven brings up two of her claws, just points at her eyes and points at the pigeon. <laughs> hey, I, hate, I love pigeons. Why are we so I was going to say, pigeons are only bad because uh, people domesticated them and then we're like, we don't need you anymore. And then just put them back in the wild and they never 
Yeah. Nicolo like, has the pigeon mafia from Animaniacs <laughs> living on his roof. <laughs> and that's what the problem is. The yeah. They deliberately <laughs> mess with me specifically. So. <laughs> yeah. I should have replaced them all with owls like Futurama. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love it. Setting off from Devil's Nursery, you follow Red Street until it meets up basically in the three-point intersection where Red Street, Salt Street, and the South Temple Road all intersect before continuing on as Salt Street, making its way steadily further away to the west. You cross through the southern part of Jarvis End by the Vespum's artisans, already the sound of uh, industry starting there. As you glance over there, although now you can't see the place without thinking about the horrible murderer that tried to mm. kill all of you. Yeah. Past the House of Truth and Clarity before winding your way to eventually pass by to where the side road goes by and uh, you can see uh, Tooth and Nell and Sweet Tooth following the road kind of back and along that way. Tooth and Nell is already open uh, as they're basically serving their breakfast fare. Uh, Sweet Tooth is not. <laughs> uh, you make your way eventually onto uh, Cemetery Circle and then follow that. The large cemetery itself basically almost two full blocks in size. Uh, not too far in there, you can see uh, what looks to be a number of grumbling uh, undertakers uh, reburying a recently excavated grave uh, as some resurrectionist or another has been hard at work in there. Mm -hmm. There are resurrection men in Cantargo. Oh, yeah, it's a real big problem, Ooh. especially as far as the old Cantargo Cemetery is concerned. Oh, no. Ooh. The anatomy professors at uh, the school got to get their bodies from somewhere. That's true. As long, as long as anybody isn't Burke and Herring it, I yeah. mean. No, no one's know. getting Burked around here as far as <laughs> yeah. we murder them and then we give the bodies over. And once again, somehow Carrion Crown comes up. Victoria's just sitting there like, this is very warm. <laughs> Suspiciously very, warm. Very fresh body. This blood isn't even warm. dried yet. <laughs> I'm not hmm. dead. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> In fact, I'm feeling better. With the amount of serial killers Kentargo has, I really wouldn't be surprised if people are getting burked. But you know what? Mm. That's such a problem for another day. Anyway. You know. Fun side note, uh, getting burked was actually a terminology that became very popular at the time, which meant to smother someone. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's it was how even, they did uh, it. It was even referenced in a CSI episode. Mm -hmm. Anyway, eventually, though, you uh, make your way to Auden Daughter. Again, Reich is already in the process of... Uh, of selling his amazing meat pies, oh, suspiciously yes. good meat pies to people. We buy some meat pies. Why, why do you say that? You're, why are you putting that seed of doubt in there for this poor little cinnamon roll that never asked for it? We also established that it tastes so good because of magic. Mm. Because I can't help but make everything slightly suspicious. Okay, from soft. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. so true. Um, Would you like some delicious grapes? <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> For all those who don't know, grapes in Elden Ring are eyeballs. Only that some of sense. them. Only some of them. <laughs> Only if you're trying to, you know, unlock the frenzied flame, which we're not trying to do here. So none of you need eyeballs on the inside. Rex says hi. Greets all of you. You make your Buy way again. Buy some meat pies and throw them in the back too, because our young friend did say he liked some meat pies. So we'll just have to hope we can that they stay dry and don't get soggy. <laughs> That I suppose you make your way uh, down well, below into Mr. the Mr. Utyug, we're not we're not going. Too oh, that's far. right. These are for the. Uh, this is for these are uh, these are Utyug uh, donations. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the Lord of Flotsam or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, but arriving down beneath the sewers, you can follow a short distance away before you reach the uh, basically the drainage area here that makes this churning mass somewhat akin to a cold hot tub, as it froths with the uh, the flow in and out of the uh, the river water, where you can see the. Uh, 
uncharacteristically clean, uh, Utyug, uh, wallowing in his pool of water. You can hear him singing before you actually reach him, and uh, as you round <laughs> the corner, you could just hear the distant flow in, flow out. <laughs> the tentacle, the top the tentacle rotates around as the three eyeballs on the end of the stalk look back towards all of you. You have returned. And I brought you a snack. Cesare holds out the bag. Yep, we find ourselves in need of a blessing, and also, it's nice to visit friends. Mm. I concur. In the end, everyone washes down here. As long as we don't float. I was just about to say that. (laughs) How many people have ever washed back, though? Very few. I take mills as they come. Oh. We think we have an idea where your grandchildren might be. <laughs> Cesare glosses over. This if we ever need to hide a body. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're on our way to investigate. I hope that you can convince them to return to the ebb and the flow. I don't suppose you have any advice for what we could say to them? They are young and angry, as happens with most. Oftentimes, children are children. Cesare nods. A counter to the age and experience as they listen to new songs and what they call wisdom. <laughs> so they're going through their emo, rebellious teen phase. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, they've got the Cure Light Wounds poster. I don't worship your god. <laughs> Nordmer sounds good to me. Oh, no, sorry. This is second edition. They've got their heel poster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. And, well, hopefully we will be able to convince them to return. I know that teenagers can be difficult. Yes, I can be. They're going through a lot of changes. They're real volatile. Thank you for the gift. He takes the uh, meat pies, sets them off to the side. (laughs) I will wait until the potatoes grow their delicious green film. I love we'll let it, it rot so a little much. bit. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs a little trashy. Flavor. Of course. Mm, delicious. Yes. If they don't have eyes, what's the point? Like a good sourdough starter, you know? You keep it forever. If you wish, I can give the blessings of the sky and the sea. We would appreciate that. Thank you very much. He casts water breathing on you. Yay! Yay. <laughs> you all make your way forward. He just waves his tentacles around. He scoops up some water and just gently sprinkles it over all of you. Raven gets the blessing. Cesare makes sure she's in the blessing just in case she has to come out of the sleeve for some reason. 
Little tentacle comes down and pats each of you on the head one by one. Uh, so this will affect up to uh, five creatures, um, which does not include Raven at that point because Raven does count as a se- separate creature. Oh, that's true. She lives in the. She can live in the sleeve, and hopefully she, she doesn't need to come out. It does have a duration of eight hours, however, so you've got a little bit of time. Cool. Yeah. Yes, but thank him for his help and make our way to the uh, casino. Okay. We're going to roll some bones, guys. Heck yeah. Roll them bones. (laughs) Roll them bones. Man, if there was a gambling devil in there, that would be interesting. Last time I was at a casino, they cleaned me out. This time I'll clean them out. Seems fair. Last time I was at a casino, I came out very well, but that's because I counted all the cards. I have never gambled before in my life. It's not gambling if you're counting. (laughs) But I don't know how to do that, so... You know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. That was good. <laughs> oh, by the way, Chesray, does this water breathing spell let us speak underwater? Yes, you should be fine. Huh, okay, because I was just thinking if we needed to come up with like hand signals for things. You climb back out, make your way back out onto the streets, uh, navigate your way back south, and eventually down towards the Lucky Bones. Uh, by this point, it's close to about nine or so in the morning. As you made your little deviation over there, uh, ate mm-hmm. your breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait for 30 minutes before going into the water. Of course, as is proper. As is proper. I know, myth. it doesn't do anything. Yes, no, it doesn't, <laughs> but as is proper. <laughs> but you're a bunch of superstitious fantasy people. <laughs> you navigate your way through the city streets before eventually making your way to the Lucky Bones. In the heart of old Cantargo lies this forgotten relic of the city's past. A once thriving gambling house now abandoned and left to decay. The crumbling facade of this once grand establishment stands as a testament to the passage of time. Its once vibrant exterior now a dull weathered gray. The sign that once proudly displayed the name Lucky Bones with two six-sided dice underneath it is barely recognizable, with pilling paint and letters consumed by rust. Nestled amongst the chaotic blend of fisheries, industrial buildings, warehouses, the Lucky Bones stands out as a haunting reminder of Cantargo's past. Its neighbors are a motley collection of squalid homes and fortified structures, giving the impression that the land has been claimed by necessity rather than desire here. All of you are familiar that ownership claims are hazy in this part of the city. Mm. And the Lucky Bone seems to have been swallowed by the general air of disarray here. That being said, the building itself tells the story of the devastating fire that consumed its upper floors. And old charred timbers and flame-cracked walls are all that remain of the once lively establishment. It is almost a testament to the age and lack of concern that the city puts towards old Cantargo that they have never gone back in and actually taken the time to level this building to reclaim the land for another purpose. Mm. As you approach the entrance, the creaking of the old wooden doors, still charred, still barely standing, echo through the desolate streets. And stepping inside through these, as I imagine you are wont to do, mm-hmm. Feeble rays of sunlight pierce through the grime-covered remains of the windows. So a surprising number of windows here, 
despite the known habits of small children the world over. The interior is a graveyard of burnt and broken furniture, shattered glass, the remnants of burnt tables and desks, all covered with a thick layer of dust, and now the steadily spreading, growing, feeble vines. Most of them already dying off due to the first frosts that are starting to come in as the autumn turns to winter. Cesare will pull the holy symbol of Serenre he wears underneath his shirt out and cast light on that instead of Raven's collar since she's going to go in a pocket at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm casting it uh, on Lucia like normal. It takes about an hour or so for you to scour the building. Uh, splitting up, wandering around. There's not really, there's no real need for a check here. You're basically just looking for access to the cellar. Mm-hmm. Though no Thieves Guild has risen from the ashes of the Lucky Bones, there is still this aura of mystery. There's also a certain sadness to this place. You can imagine the people that were once here that once laughed and enjoyed themselves here. And the entirety of the building gives you this unsettling feeling of being watched. After an hour or so of searching, you do find that there is a uh, a table, uh, what was once a blackjack table, that blocks access to a door that leads to a set of stairs descending down. Now, this is relatively easy for all of you to find because this appears to have been moved on numerous occasions. Hmm. Like recently, like there's not, like there's like clear dust missing kind of? Uh, you can make a survival check if you so wish. Oh. I would like to so wish. I would. Somebody, somebody who's actually good at that can try that. I'm decent. All right, I got a 12 for a 19 for Adria. I rolled a 17 for a 27. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nicolo got a 12 for a 21. The three of you crowd around. Uh, Cesare, I imagine, kind of keeps an eye out looking for uh, anything else, kind of ticking through your spells as you consider this. Lucia is off towards the side, like propped up one foot on a half burn table, and it's just kind of like stretching out the back of her leg, getting ready for some uh, acrobatic mm-hmm. combat. <laughs> yep. Uh, she she also like because we know we're probably going underwater. She'll like you know pull her backpack down, start shoving in her cloak and her hat and her whip because none of that's going to be useful underwater. Um, Fair enough. I'm seeing signs of multiple tracks, thin, mm, booted. It seems. Mm. Okay. The cultist might use this as a way in and out. It's quite very possible. Good to know. Should we follow him? I think this is the only way, so yes. Uh, for now, at least. Guessing this is going to be fairly easy to open. Uh, yeah, it's a simple door. All right. You pull open the door to reveal a flight of stairs descending into darkness. This horrible stench rolls up to you. This thick cloying reek of garbage and decay and almost as if releasing a visible expression of this a cloud of small gnats and flies scatters out as you open the door Mm, gross a flight of stairs descends into darkness gross I guess we head down yep um, I guess normal marching order I'll pull my hand crossbow. I'll pull my rapier. Cesare makes sure his fancy hand wraps are of bludgeoning death are secured tightly. Let's get the tolling bell out here. Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. As you make your way down this 
stench is still horrible. Uh, to the point that as all of you enter, I will need everyone to make a fortitude save. Ooh, oh, dang. Uh, Adrian rolls a 10 for a 22 on that fort save. Lucia rolls a 17 for a 29. Uh, Cesare rolls a 7 for a 16. Raven rolls an 8, which gets her 17. She's going in that pocket soon, though, because she's like, mm, I'm smelly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the problem is the pocket will then be filled with all that smelly air. Mm. Mm. Uh, Vittoria rolled a 7 for a 17. And Niklo got a 10 for a 21. Okay. Lucia up at point. Niklo behind. Yeah, you guys just kind of power through that. Uh, Adria kind of pulling up the middle. It's when the uh, the less fortunatus amongst Uh-oh. the group begin to make their way down. Uh, yeah, this is horrible. Uh, mechanically speaking, uh, both of you are currently sickened one. Mm. I'm not going to worry about it round by round. You're not currently in combat. But technically speaking, uh, all three of you in the form of Cesare, uh, Vittoria, and uh, Raven can choose to throw up, basically wretch, if you so wish, to... Uh, remove that condition or just deal with it for right now. That's up to you. Maybe wait till we get to the bottom of the stairs before you throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't throw up on the person in front of you. Raven just, mm-hmm. I, I, Raven just immediately starts making that hairball noise <laughs> oh, on his no. right shoulder. No. <laughs> That'll wake me up out of a dead sleep. <laughs> I know. No. No. Yes. Like, what are you doing, Kat? What are you doing? Where are you? <laughs> Cesare will put her on the stairs. It's just oh. like, no. <laughs> Off the shoulder. On, <laughs> immediately. She down, drops down to the ground. ground. She looks around. She immediately somehow finds a single square of carpet, rushes over, and throws it out. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls her own little carpet out. She lays it down, and she throws up on the carpet. <laughs> she has oh, one of those little perfect. carpet swatches that you get, like a yes. little test carpet thing. Yeah, she carries oh. some of them just with her in case she needs to puke. I mean, because yeah. what is she, a heathen? It's, it's, like a it's part bag. of her adventuring <laughs> gear, right? She has her clothing, and then she has her puke mat. Oh. Precisely. I assume the other two of you you know, choose to retch if you so wish. I mean, uh, I'm going to yeah. wait until we get to the bottom of the stairs but okay. and kind of go to a corner. But yes, Cesare will... Bleh. I figure this is a common thing that happens in the basement of the Alabaster Academy, so I think Victoria just retches and gets it over with. Yeah. This is why we shouldn't have had breakfast before we came down here, Yeah, it was that that meat. She's just like, I know (laughs) not to eat before I go into class in the morning. Like, this Mm. is... (laughs) I wasn't thinking. Making your way down towards the bottom of the stairs, you enter into a place that, due to, again, the, the garbage and decay, as well as the fat flies that buzz about, make it doubly unpleasant to even breathe within the dank confines of the partially collapsed basement. As you reach the bottom, you can see opposite from where you've come down, a wooden door reinforced with rusting iron strips sitting in the far wall. Mm. As you reach the bottom of the stairs, you have a second to take in the, uh, the confines of this chamber before you notice, one, the, uh, the source of the horrible smell. The chamber itself almost looks to be on the verge of collapse. Air and uh, thin shafts of sunlight filter through a few gaps in the ceiling here and there from where you were walking on the floor above. Uh, The stench, however, comes from sewage, waste, dead animals, garbage lying strewn about this place, Mm. and three massive figures. All three of them turn, and you can only imagine the difficulty with which these three three three-legged 
and three tentacled. Oh, oh it's the uh, yeah. oh, creatures manage to navigate their way down the staircase into this room. Mm. All three of them turn. You can note that they are large, not nearly as large as Bofolog, the Lord of Flotsam, mm-hmm. but still terrifyingly large. As you reach the bottom of the steps, you step into the stench aura of an additional two of them, Mm, at which point I will ah. need two more fortitude saves. I see, I see. As this overwhelming smell strikes you. All right. F. Adriel rolls an 18 for a 30 and an 11 for a 23. All right. Lucia rolls an 8 for a 20 and then a natural one for a 13. Oh, yeah. Chesaro, Chesare <laughs> rolls an eighteen. Er, rolls an eight for a seventeen and a four for a thirteen. Mm. We're all gonna be second. Uh, Victoria got a ten for a twenty and an eight for an eighteen. Uh, Nicolo got a thirteen for a twenty-four and a ten for a twenty-one. And then Raven gets a fourteen for a twenty-three and a seventeen for a twenty-six. She's fine after throwing up on her little carpet. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The good news is, um, okay. Chesare, you're already sickened, so you can't be sickened again because uh-huh. the sickens don't stack. You're just still sickened one. Uh-huh. The bad news is, Lucia, you step in here, and again, it's the combined stench that overwhelms you. Lucia, you are so sickened that you are in fact slowed one. You are so <laughs> sick. <laughs> as Lucia almost turns green at the horrible oh, stench no. as your, your boot goes through the rotting carcass of a dire rat as you step okay, onto the bottom that of the stairs. That would be gross. Try to shake it off your that foot. That would do it. As the trio of Utyugs lumber up to their feet and stare towards all of you. They seem to breathe in, narrow their stacked eyes. Good morning, Cesare says, trying not to puke everywhere. Y- your grandfather sent us to find you. He's very concerned for your safety. I don't see why. <laughs> You're very big. <laughs> One of them steps forward, stepping in a way to almost block your approach towards the door. He should not have bothered. And he is concerned for your safety. You are Bofropan, Bellafon, and... Oh, Lord. Bepeperton? Bepeperton. Yeah. And the Bepeperton, correct? I am Bellafon. He is Bofropan. No, I am Belpreperin. He is Bofropan. <laughs> <laughs> Good, they don't even know who they are. <laughs> The leader, you assume, just kind of waves a tentacle in a dismissing sort of way. <laughs> like They're identical. They look same. <laughs> Even to a young mm. looks oh, same. Are you, are you twins? Ah, well, very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Grandfather was hoping that you'd return to the ebb and f- f- flow. <laughs> as as Lucia just kind of like puts a hand on her stomach, like, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Trying. know if, the bl- if blowing would actually get rid of my slowed condition. <laughs> we stay here. Nice women help us. 
How did they help you? Give bounty. He gestures to the floor. Ah. Well, anyway, we want to have a word with the women. Some of us are also nice women. You show sign. Oh, it's probably the, uh... Do we have any of them there? Holy symbols of that lady? I don't Ooh, think I don't so. Know. No, don't we so. don't. Oh, that's too bad. You have no business here. We are looking for some other missing children. We had originally thought... <laughs> Did you uh, just unintentionally your... call them children? <laughs> we have other children. <laughs> We had thought that you had been taken as well from the story your grandfather had told us. So we had also come in search of you. Have you seen human children with these women? Two boys, also identical. Well, no, they're not identical. I thought they were. They're, they are identical. No, one's big and strong and Yeah, one's they're not. physically different, but they're identical. Just one of them yeah. works out. Sort of like the two of you. He gestured towards the twin Utyugs. But humans. Their parents are very concerned. You step forward. I guess Cesare will step forward. Mm. A tentacle snakes its way out. Gently kind of places on your shoulder, pulls you closer. The tentacled eyes come down to look you close in the face. Another tentacle reaches up, kind of pushes on one of the boards above to bring more light in here, since it can easily reach the 15-foot ceiling of this chamber. <laughs> Eyes all wrong. Well, that's just rude. The tentacle comes back down. What do you mean by that? Eyes all wrong. You want children. To bring them home. Hmm. There's a grumble off towards the side as one of the twins... Uh, go give me a perception roll. I will perceive. As one of the twins grumbles to one of the others. Mm. Mm. You know, if it makes you feel any better. Last time we saw your grandpa, there was lots of room to move around. Oh yeah, his space is nice. He's even got a hot tub. We've been uh, bringing him some things too. Maybe he'd share it with you. He's developed a fondness for the pies that the owner of the shop above him makes. Grandfather had good spot. Mm -hmm. One of them nods, the other one nods off also. One time, big fish wash in. Mm. Had to have been a good day. And almost a comedic parody brings down one tentacle and rubs its belly. <laughs> <laughs> I miss fish. You know, there's a lot of real good spots that are bigger than this place and off the water. And you don't have to answer to the women. I mean, you could still visit this them and say hi. This is a very small space for the three of you. Do you stay here all day? Can't be very comfortable. We have important job, says the largest of the three, the one that's not identical to the other two. Seemingly almost more to the other two than all of you. Mm. Dowager take care. She good to us. We good to her. But if you want to leave, she doesn't make you stay. Our choice to stay. Oh, then you could easily just go visit and have some fish, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I think he misses you. I'll allow anyone that wishes to make me a diplomacy check to do so. All right, let's uh, do bear in mind that if you are sickened, you are taking the sickened penalty to your diplomacy check. I am. I am not. I will not be doing a diplomacy check because I'm also untrained. 
Okay, are we all doing one, or are we trying to aid? Well, since you have to roll eight a 20 to aid, hard. it's harder now. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to yeah, be well, a you perfect have to, you 20. Have to you just have to get a 20. 20. Yeah. 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 I guess we'll all just roll and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Hopefully increases the odds of ones. a critical failure, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I rolled a 3 for a 13, so I'm just not very helpful. Yeah, Chesre only rolled a 5 for a 15. He's trying not to puke all over this Utyug. Uh, Victoria got a 12 for a 22. Uh, Nikola rolled an 18 for a 29. They nice. liked your comment about space. And Lucia is mm. trying not to puke. Yeah, Very well. that's fair. The other two consider for a moment. Red one half point <laughs> is crowded down here. Can't swing tentacle without slapping Utyug. <laughs> you know, I live in a very small place too, and I totally understand. Yeah, growing boys need space. And the two just kind of nod. I think we go find new food. Women, nice. They understand. Nice. <laughs> nice. Little do they know. Perhaps you should go check in with your grandfather. He might be able to point you in the right direction of somewhere nice with some fish, and I'm sure he will be quite happy to see you. The largest one glances over, looks back. Mm, not want to be alone. No, yes, oh. all of you leave. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. We stay. Let nice women know we leave. We all are about to go see the nice women, and we can let them know for you that you have decided to return to your families. I'm sure they will understand, and it's a detour that you don't have to take. I'm not supposed to let people through doors that don't have sign or eyes. The other two kind of grumble before one of them looks back, but we can't get through door. And we can't tell we're leaving unless someone goes through door. We are <laughs> happy to do this favor for you. I'm sure, you know, she said she's nice. Mm. She'll definitely be okay with it. We're like your messengers. No one leave recently. Only come. The big one kind of grumbles for a second, looks back up, kind of pushes up one of the planks in the roof again. We wait. Find out. You go now. We wait for sunset. Then we go. Okay. Red and black men. No find us. Very sneaky. They wave their tentacles in a little <laughs> sneaky gesture. <laughs> you know what? That sounds great. I'm curious. What is your stealth? Their stealth has got to be terrible. In the dark? Maybe not bad. Watch it be amazing. Watch these Utyugs be like uh, experts Plus in six, plus 11 in their lair. Oh my <laughs> god. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's but I guess they blend in with the surroundings. Yeah. yeah. But well, actually for their size, uh, plus that is six really is good. bad. Yeah, that's yeah. really good considering these say. are large-sized creatures. Actually, at a plus 11 in their lair, they're as good as I am at stealth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, me too, yeah. And that's honestly just because they're young Utyugs. Full-grown Utyugs have a plus eight stealth. Wow. Nice. Well, we will inform your friends that you have decided to return home and that uh, we wish you all luck. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We didn't have thank to fight Utyug again. I thank you. I just want to keep our streak going forever. Children. <laughs> oh, man. You stumble off to the side and throw up everywhere. 
Yeah. It's rude to puke in front of them. They can't help but they stink. They may not <laughs> yeah. find it that offensive because they also eat garbage. So they do eat garbage. They yeah. might they just, might just be like, thanks for the offering, bud. They're just <laughs> nose blind to it. Yeah, it's an interesting side note. Their stint specifically states that uh, the stench is due to the uh, offal and refuse that it wallows in. So cleaning the creature thoroughly with uh, create water and sufficient scrubbing, for mm. example, deactivates the aura while a sufficiently uh, plugged nose allows the individual to avoid the exposure to the stench. So that's why Grandpa doesn't smell because yeah, he hates uh, the water. Yeah, he just likes to hang out in his bathtub. He's always <laughs> bathing. <laughs> always be bathing. Yes, but Cesare will retch the second we're through this door. Samesies. <laughs> All right, we uh, say hi or say see you later. I guess, and, yeah, nod yeah. in the thanks to the Yugs on our way through. Yep. Enjoy your new spaces. I'll probably be trying to find anyone myself soon. This space good. They're, they're telling you you should live in this awful basement, Nicolo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. It does have a certain charm to it. It's going to be uh, hard to get mail. <laughs> I don't get mail. mail. <laughs> Is the mail? My mailbox. I need my letters. Send a raven um, has to come downstairs and plug its nose. Like, Nicolo, why do you live here? And there's no pigeons to bother you. That's true. That's that true, is a plus. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you give it a good yeah. scrubbing, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's dank. I like it. To be fair, it <laughs> smells now because of all the dead rats and things that are down here. Yeah. So. I think we have better places to move Nicolo, to be fair. That's fair. Somewhere where you might see the sun would be nice, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't have to fight the poor baby. Me too. Yugs. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so awful if we did. Cesare would have felt real bad. I was already looking at my yeah. spell list like, what can I do that doesn't kill them? I know, I was sitting yeah. there and I was like, why did I put my whip away? Non-lethal! I do yeah. have my sap, so I could technically have done non-lethal, I mean, but it Cesare's still would have felt bad. Cesare's fists are non-lethal because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't taken that archetype feat yet, but yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Lucia, wait. What? Don't touch the door. There's, uh, there's something on it. Give me a minute. You mean to be telling me that they were guarding a trap door? Seems to be. That's just rude. Sounds yeah. like they didn't trust them is what it does. That makes me mad. Well, they are children at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. They no. did just let you pass after a I brief mean, conversation. To be fair, we have unassailable logic and we are darn cute. <laughs> we knew about their grandpa and we knew their names. We, have, uh, we knew their names, man. We came prepared. Yeah. We should have brought them some snacks. I love that two of them are identical twins, by the way. Just <laughs> yes, that's look hilarious. at these adorable <laughs> that was a fun young babies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, look. And the um, older one is just like, I don't want to be by myself. Someone's <laughs> grabs this. It looks like there's a blade on a spring. I think it's poison, too. Oh. Give me a minute. Let me see if I can disarm it. Lucia oh. will step to the side. While Nicolo's doing that, Cesare steps off to the side and pukes. It's like, I can't hold oh, it yeah, anymore. Actually, no, yeah, that's wrong. Excuse I'll me, go I'm going to go corner. upstairs real quick. I'll be right Everybody back. Everybody goes yeah. and throws up and comes back. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to go on ahead and uh, give this a shot. It is thievery-based. Sweet. Uh, wow. All right, Nicolo does fairly well. I roll a 14 for a 25 to disable the trap. Not bad. Cesare, you make your way off towards the side. Um, I'll just kind of take a second to collect yourselves. Nicolo, you pull out your tools, you kneel down in front of the door. Uh, while you're doing that, you can also realize that the door is uh, also locked, in addition to mm. being uh, trapped. Fun. Uh, however, you do begin to work at this very carefully, mm -hmm. noting that, uh, one, a, a less perceptive individual could have never even noticed this. And by that, I mean, mechanically speaking, you actually have to be an expert to make the perception roll to even notice this thing. Oh, wow. All right. Wow. 
as you lean down, you look over this mechanism. You reach inside there. You can tell that it's set to trigger. One, if someone attempts to rotate the door. Or two, if someone attempts to pick the lock. Oh. Uh, oh. Without using the proper key. Oh. At which point, a, uh, a spring-loaded wow. uh, stiletto blade will stab into your hand. And mm. poison you. Fun. Uh, and poison you with uh, what appears to be fairly, uh, you're going to guess, bad poison. You can only assume. I can only assume because I do not do not have crafting or alchemy to know. If we cared, I could look into it, but I don't think it really matters. It might in a moment if I failed this. <laughs> I have antitoxins that I prepared today, friend, and I will give you one if you need it. Thank you. After working at this for a bit, you get a 25 against the DC 25 trap. Oh, oh my God. God. Pick before finally just like finding a way to wedge in there and then pop the uh, the spring off the back of the uh, the wow. stiletto blade. <sighs> just very gingerly retract your uh, your tools. All right. Should be good now. Although it is locked. Um, Cesare, would you like to take a look at it? I can do that. He says after vomiting everywhere and feeling much better. I think technically better. still with all that, Cesare is actually better at lock picking than I am, but... I, I mean, I get the plus one from Raven, and I also have the fancy thieves tools. Yeah. Actually, uh, Niccolo, I'm going to go ahead and have you put on some of this antidote in case there's more poison down here. It gives sure. you a bonus for six hours, so... Yeah, why not? I'll go in and drink that down. I have two of them. I just will save the other one because I don't know if people yeah. need it. Uh, Chesterry rolls an 11 for a 24. That's with Raven's help and the infiltrator picks. A 24 is not a success. <laughs> Let's see how many block picks we go through this time. Mm. Well, blocks are hard in this game. Let's roll a 16 for a 29. That's one success. Ow. That's a failure. It's a failure, but not a critical failure. Okay. With a 3 for a 16. An 8 for a 21. I'd queue up a lot of these. That's a 28. 15 for a 28. It's a second success. All right. Okay, we're getting somewhere. 10 for a 13 is a failure. That's a 30, so uh, 17 for a 30 is going to be your third success. Oh, oh my gosh, how good this is this This is a good lock? lock. This is a good lock. Do the Utyuks have a key? Hey. <laughs> you ask as the lock pops open. As you roll 18 for a 31. <laughs> yeah, it's called Chesare, friend, and I pat you on the shoulder. They do not have a key. Good work. I'm going to need to invest in a better set of picks. I think those are as good as they get. Nicola says he actually does not have infiltrator's picks, so I definitely need to buy some of those myself at some I was point. I say, I only have, like, basic thieves tools, and I'm not even trained yeah. in thievery. I just have them just in case. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, let's keep going. Mm -hmm. We have some very nice women to meet. Yes. Something tells me that is not going to be the case. I, put, I just am like, shh. The children are still here. They're waiting till nightfall, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're still hanging out. Yeah, they're still here. All right, well, I guess we'll reshuffle around, and then Lucia will open the door, hoping that it's not double-trapped. Aha, gotcha. God. <laughs> you open it across my bolt, just shoots Lucia in the chest. Yeah, there's a <laughs> no. sigil on the other side of the door. <laughs> you open up the door, revealing beyond a set of stairs. I knew it was going to be Descending down deeper into the earth. Let's hope there's not as many stairs as there were at that monastery. Thousand steps. Let's hope yeah. not. And we descend down. Down, down, down into the earth. Lucia up at point. Niccolo following along behind. I think Adria in the middle, followed mm. by Vittoria, followed by Cesare pulling up the rear. As you steadily make your way down into the earth. Surprisingly, 
while the cellar that you were in previously was of, you'd say, poor quality, opening this door and beginning to make your way down strangely reminds you of entering into the wasp nest. Hmm. Hmm. That there's this cellar there, and then once you go on the other side of the wall, or the other side of the door, the walls here are still mortared, well taken care of, showing no signs of the burn damage above. The stairs here are polished and relatively clean, although they don't seem to have been cared for quite as much. There are numerous small niches carved at about elbow level, where at one point people could keep lanterns or candles to mark the descent down into the earth. And there's a certain degree of quality here that bespeaks a a level of concern for appearance above what you would expect for a secret lair, almost more along the lines of uh, the level of appearance that a a noble would give to their wine cellar, Mm. that it's very well done. So this was a well-funded construction project. Well, I mean, it was a casino. The cultists seem to take care of their lair. I mean, I understand that. You want to have a nice place to stay. You're going to have a lair. It might as well be a nice lair. Yeah, of course. Well, and especially because you're not going to see the sun down here. you got to make it nice and fancy. Well, they probably have the manpower. Mm. Or woman power. Well, you know, <laughs> that generalization of, like, humankind type manpower. Well, it just, I think, goes to show that they intended to stay here for an extended period of time. Place this fancy, you don't give up easy. Well, let's make them. Not that I know anything about that, of course. <laughs> you make your way down and eventually step into a large chamber, or at the very least you see into a large chamber ahead of you. Uh, in particular, Niccolo and Lucia up at point. Twin rows of intricately carved stone pillars support a shallow vaulted ceiling 10 feet above the floor of this wide chamber. The craftsmanship here is impressive. Showcasing the skill of the builders who once constructed this rather foreboding room. A number of wooden doors hang half open on rusty hinges to your left and right as you enter, their once polished surfaces now marred by the passage of time. Fragments of tables and chairs, their designs a mixture of utilitarian and ornate, lie in various states of ruin throughout the room, a testament to the decay that has taken hold. Opposite of the stairs where you've entered, a stone stage stands empty, its surface worn and covered with a fine layer of dust. Torch sconces, their metal frames twisted and corroded, line the walls between the doors. Purple flames smolder on these torches and give off a thin smoke that smells simultaneously too bitter and too sweet. Adding to the unsettling atmosphere, images of a one-eyed insectile face have been painted on the far wall above the stage in what appears to be blood. Mm. The haunting visage seems to leer out from the darkness opposite of where you've come in, casting this almost palpable sense of dread throughout the room. As Lucia at point, you step into this chamber you see that upon the stage is a kneeling woman. Hmm. Before the stage are four more kneeling figures. 
wearing simple robes of reddish brown. As you enter the room, they stand and turn. Each one of them are tall, slender, classically beautiful women with hair ranging from a deep chestnut to a raven black. All of them look at you as you enter Niccolo following along behind you before the one on the stage lifts up a finger and points. You have found your way here then. We will add your blood to the altar. Oh, gosh. And the whore queen herself shall descend upon you. Mm. The women turn in unison. Oh, my gosh. What the my heck? My lord. Wow, this, good gracious. This, this room is crazy. And uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and roll some initiative, shall we? Woo-hoo. Oh, Sounds man. Sounds like a plan. Oh, man. Give up a little Sirenscape. Sirenscape. Welcome to the cult gathering. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the party. You finally found some cultists, so there's that at least. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we did. We have been looking for cultists, and here they are. Welcome here to they find all the path are. Where we're always fighting cultists. Yeah. Jessica, what do we get for Adria? Uh, Adria rolled a big six for a 20. And Jordan, what about Lucia? Lucia rolls a 10 for a 20. Heather, what did we get for Cesare? Cesare rolled a four for a 13. And Rachel for Vittoria? I rolled a nat one for mm. a 13. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. I was going to say, the ones in the back apparently are just like, I can't see into the room. What's going on? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nicolo rolled a 17 for a 28. All right. So uh, combat begins. Uh, let's see. One of the cultists does get first initiative. Mm. Mm, so many things to do. Uh, so first off, she'll... Go ahead and use one action to pull a fishing net off of her oh. waist. Okay, oh, I love no. it. As she begins okay. to slowly start spinning this. Oh, uh, with her other up hand, she brings her hand up to her holy symbol, uh, grabs onto that, uh, presents, uh, using her other two actions to go ahead and spell cast. Mm. You may double check on the range of this. I might not actually have range for that. Oh, no. Uh, so actually, she'll hold off on pulling that net. She's going to go ahead and move first. So she's going to move 15 feet up. Uh, so again, she's on the far side of this chamber, this large chamber you guys are in. Uh, strides closer to get herself a little bit closer to Lucia. That'll do it. Oh, and then no. she'll go ahead and use uh, her next action to present her hand. And uh, I'm going to need a basic fortitude save from Lucia. Oh, dokey. I roll a 19 for a 31. Wow, nice. For a 31, <laughs> that's a critical success. Yay! <laughs> you sound so disappointed. Yay! So uh, that will be it for her. You shake your head violently and try to uh, push on through whatever this effect is. To be fair, this is also a room where there is no light. We're bring- The only light is the light we're bringing in, which is weird. Uh, there is light. Oh, Do you notice there? how there's that purple haze floating around? That's actually dim oh, illumination. Okay, okay, because mm. it's so dark. So I mean, it dark. is very dark in this room, but it is very dark. It turns out they can seem to uh, navigate this room just fine. Oh, well, good for them. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Nikola. Nikola grumbles before, I guess, shoving s- Lucia to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to shove her, but get out of my way. <laughs> All right, definitely going to move into the room. 
striding forward purposefully. Oh, wow, there's a lot of them. I mean, I kind of guessed, <laughs> but... <laughs> Did you forget when the description was four and then another one on the stage? <laughs> well, okay, so Niccolo technically wasn't in front, though, so I didn't see all of oh, them. Oh, that's I fair. Just saw I guess, a yeah, you didn't them. see them. Yeah, I saw yeah. them. Yeah, Lucia totally saw all of them. But then you moved before I got a chance to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> So Niccolo goes running in against the uh, the one that stepped forward against Lucia and just uh, presented her symbol. Nope, no spells today. Uh, I will go in and uh, pull... Well, I already had the tolling bell out, so I'm going to attack with that. The bell tolls for thee. Yeah, we're not well, underwater. That works fine. Yep. Uh, technically, I have underwater marauder. It works fine oh, anyway. Right. Oh, yeah. That's nice. a good one. <laughs> nice. Underwater uh, marauder. Ooh, that was a fun great, one to though. say. That is a three for an 18 in an attempt to strike her. An 18 will strike your target as you launch yourself to the four, spin your mace around, and okay. lash out with the morning star. I mean, I assume they're unarmored. It would seem you so. don't know. So you that is that 12, assumption. You'd be wrong. Uh, 12 points of physical damage. I assume Ow. they're not undead. Uh, they are not. However, that is a, that is a painful Bye. hit. I guess I'll follow up with a second attack. Yeah, um, she, she stumbles back as you slam this into her, slam her up against the wall. Okay, well, that is um, that is an 8 for an 18. An 18 is a second hit as she bounces <laughs> off the column awesome. behind her. Uh, and another tw uh, 12 points of physical damage. Wow. Uh, as Dang. you bring your weapon around, cracking into her skull as she hits the ground, as you wrench your spiked uh, Morningstar free. Dang! <sighs> All right, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I don't assume that Niccolo actually has your next, but that would be great. No, oh, sadly, man, yeah. no. Ah, I, okay. I didn't take it because I took Trap Finder instead, I which mean, I think, fair. you know, that helped us a little bit earlier. Certainly. Again, yeah, Niklo, you slam into her, drop her down. Yeah. Uh, one, she bears around her neck a silver and gem-studded holy symbol. Uh, hmm. What appears to be a skeletal hand, very similar uh, to the one that Adria described previously, uh, that she was using to cast her spells. Two, especially as there's that wide shock as you slammed your initial hit into her. This woman and the others are too far away from you for you to tell, particularly since you're mostly using your dark vision in this dim chamber. Mm-hmm. This woman has heterochromia. Hmm. Oh, that's why they were checking the one eyes. One of her eyes is ah. a brilliant shade of green, mm. and the other one is a deep shade of brown. Interesting. Uh, taking us from there. I mean, I've probably just become a giant target, so I mean, there is they that. They can only really yeah. see you and him. You and Lucia. The next one in line, just watching you drop her sister, uh, turns and screams in rage, grabbing onto her holy symbol, calling upon the uh, the dark powers of the uh, Queen of Hell, Mahat Hala. And uh, let's go ahead and get a will save. Uh, that's going to do with a basic fear enchantment emotion uh, will save from Niccolo. All righty. Ooh, that wasn't great. Uh, Ooh. That's a three for a 14. I think I'm going to hero point that one. <laughs> that's a right. good idea. Seems like a good idea. I do have a hero point. That's much better. That's a ah, 10 for yes. a 21. Nicely done. Uh, we, 21 we is a success. Role. Alrighty. This is against the fear spell, which means that you are frightened one, but that's better okay. than the frightened two that you were about to be. Um, you feel this deep-seated mm. fear settle in your chest. She's apparently very angry. All right, little scary. Right, she'll go ahead and pull her dagger, taking us from there to the next cultist in line, uh, who also presents her holy symbol. Mm. Yep. Gotta be a lot of spell cast in this fight. All yep. Right. <laughs> Lots of saves. And uh, Niccolo, how about you go ahead and make me another uh, will save? Uh, this time okay. it is a uh, linguistics mental uh, enchantment spell. 
Fair enough. Keep in mind your friend. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. And you just... Is, uh, do you have right. another well, one? No, no, that was the only one I Dang had. Uh, that is a nat one for an no. 11, so that's oh, going to no. be a critical Oof. failure. Yikes. Goodbye. So that is a critical failure. Yep. That's she turns, you feel this crushing weight of her will over you. As again, you drop this first one immediately. Like you went in there, just sprung in there like a rogue and took her down. <laughs> the next one more or less teased the other one up as you feel this shaken sense of fear before the other one turns at you. And in a supernaturally enhanced commanding voice mm. says, flee. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Uh, yeah. You actually gain the fleeing condition. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, since fun, that is critical fun. failure, you must use all of your actions on your next turn to obey the command. All righty. Well, that's, oh. yeah, that's all she wrote. Well, dang. And yep. she'll go ahead and take a step forward as well and also pull her dagger. Hmm. Taking us from there to uh, Adria Sila. All right, Adria's going to move into the room to see what the heck is going on. She'll actually end beside Niccolo. All right, so oh, 20 feet into the room. A lot in here. Um, and then she's going to summon some uh, briny seawater and hurl it at the one that's kind of directly in front of her. They're all very identical looking, minus their hair color. Mm. So I'm casting Briny Bolt. So I'm going to make an hmm. attack roll. That's step one. Okay. A 28. So I rolled a an 18, I think. Uh, no, a 16 for a 28. A 28 is a critical success as you Very launch nice. a, uh, a briny bolt of salt water from your extended hand. So six points of damage and uh, she is blinded for a round and dazzled for a minute as salt right. water sprays into her eyes. Ow. She can spend nice. an interact action to rub her eyes and the blinded commission condition, but the dazzled condition stays. Okay. And then that's my thing. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh, so it's that so actually punny. brings us to the cultist in question. Oh, the, the one that's blind now? Um, so yeah, she'll go ahead and use her first action to rub her eyes to get rid of that blind condition, uh, which means you have concealment from her. Uh, so she's going to use a non-attack. Uh, Adria, go ahead and uh, make me a fortitude save. <laughs> Nat 20 for a 32. Oh, <laughs> All right. That's a second critical success against that. <laughs> Adrian's feeling really at home down here. Yeah. You did bring the salt water down with you. Yeah. I did. That finally brings us to Lucia. Yay, I can go now. All right, so I'm going to move uh I'm going to move past uh Adria. Wow, they're just lined up, aren't they? If I had a lightning bolt, it'd be a they great They formed time. the line. They did form the line. Yeah, but if I cast my lightning bolt now, well, I mean, Raven can fair, get it back later. All three of them are stacked in a line. They're, they're stacked Chesare. in a line, which is quite nice. There's no way Cesare could get into a position without a double move. That's I mean, true. Uh, but I'll get to the one uh, that Adria just hit with the uh, the seawater there. Okay. And, uh, she's wet. I'm gonna, yeah, she's nice and wet. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, that's 20 feet of movement, and then I'm going to strike her twice. You rush forward. You dive to the attack. All right, that is a seven for a 24. A 24 will strike your foe as you swing in, stabbing out at the cultist. Okay, that's 11 points of damage. A solid hit as you ram your rapier. Uh, she basically brings up a hand, and you almost stab her straight through the hand and then into her shoulder. Yeet. Nice. All right, and then second attack Eight. is a 14 for a 26. A 26 right. will also strike your foe as you bring your rapier around and thrust a second time. All right, for another 11 points of damage. Ow. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, she's, uh, she's hanging on by a bit of a thread there, considering she was just hit by that salt bolt also. Heck uh, yeah. She stumbles back. 
Nicola was rolling some killer damage earlier. <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed in my D6s, but we can't all roll high damage. That's what Nicola brings. But as uh, Lucia gets into the fight, bringing us to the cultist on the platform, the cultist leading the prayer. Yeah, let's go ahead and get a uh, will save from Lucia. Okay. As she calls upon the powers of Mahathala. That's a natural no, one that I'm going to hero points. Oh, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, will saves. That's how I get you. Oh, oh you're going to be running. Good gracious. I rolled a three yeah. the second time for no. a 13. Well, on the plus side, that's just a failure. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. So there's at least So that. it was an improvement. <laughs> My Jeez. God. Or she commands you to flee um, okay. as you feel this overwhelming urge to uh, to get the heck out of here. I don't like the front line fleeing. Mm. Yep. Bye. Not a fan, but uh, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, I don't Cesare, have Cesare, Nightbloom. All right. Well, first of all, Cesare is going to take a stride action. I like the Cesare has been completely in the dark back there. This yeah. whole like, What's going on? <laughs> all right. Just walks so... in the room. It's like, oh, there's a dead body. There's <laughs> yeah, some weirdness in here. All right. So Cesare takes a stride into the room, comes up behind Adrian yep. and, and says, uh, oh, my. There are a lot of ladies in here. Yeah, they look real similar, um, except the hair color. Cesare's worst nightmare, Raven says. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Raven? He flicks her in the ear and then casts Electric Arc. I'm just you saying know? you would have said that with a different tone if you're like, oh, there's a lot of dudes in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of dudes in Gentlemen. here. If they're all um, classically beautiful men. Fair. You walk in here and it's just a bunch of statues of Adonis. Mm. Raven, shush, and he casts Electric Arc. Okay. I guess on the one in front of Lucia and the one next to her. Okay. Well, that's... <laughs> okay. Uh, it looks like the one in front of Lucia got a critical failure. Um, the one next to that one actually got a perfect 20 for a critical success. Wow. Oh. All right. Well, alrighty then. All right. Okay. I rolled a two and a 20, so what do you want? <laughs> uh, so the first one takes 22 points of damage. Ow. Yeah, that, that electrocutes nice. her and blasts her against the pillar as she, uh, she, she falls wet. down. <laughs> yeah, she was already wet. That's it. So the other one avoids the blast entirely, but the one next to her, yeah, she she takes that full on. Seems to have attracted all of it to herself, basically. <laughs> all right. Taking us from Cesare to Vittoria Scordato. Uh, well, I'm going to move into the room. I honestly, I can barely see where the door is to move in. The room has light in it, so it should be very visible. Well, no, Cesare took the light with him, so she couldn't see anything oh, okay. anymore because Cesare ran into the room and, and all <laughs> the light went with them. <laughs> uh, so I am going to move out of the hallway into the room and kind of like maneuver my way uh, in front of Adria next to Nicolo. He was about ready to bolt. Nicolo looks at you and just yells, cheese it. Cheese <laughs> 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 <Jeez> it! Cheese <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, like run. Like run, yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's really fleeing right okay. now. For yeah. 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 Cheese it, it's the cops. Yeah. It's the fuzz man. I just like the idea of Nicolo yelling cheese it at Vict Vittoria, and Vittoria having never heard that before, being like, what? That's what just happened <laughs> on this call right <laughs> now. Yeah, that's what exactly does, what I does cheese have to do with anything? <laughs> that seems weird. So, uh, Vittoria is going to continue moving and get up next to Lucia. Okay. And then I shall stab down at this cultist who is going after my friends. All right. Hey, hey. That would be okay. an uh, 18 for a 32. Good gracious. A 32. Wow. That will not only hit, that will actually critically hit as you launch right. yourself nice. to the floor, bring your weapon mm -hmm. to bear, and stab out. All right. Oh, there we go. That would be uh, 12 points of damage. 
Ow! Uh, that nice. is still a painful hit as you ram your blade into her. You retract your rapier as Vittoria becomes the front line. Short yeah. That will bring us to round two of combat as uh, Nicolo and Lucia get ready to flee. Uh, they get ready to continue spellcasting, and I go ahead and end this episode. Oh! oh. 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 That is very rude. Rude. So rude. <laughs> Ross is like, no, I'm going to be running away for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> on the plus side, though, it, uh, if it was command, I think Lucia only runs on the first action of her yeah, round. She, she yeah, she only runs for it. one action. She'll, yeah. she'll run away with one action and then run back with the action. And then, <laughs> you just waste your actions, you know? For me, though, it will take me three actions to get there, then three yeah. actions to get back exactly where I get. As the Uyans yeah. are like, where are you going? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> You just run back care. up there and go, they're fine with you leaving, and then you run back down. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even talked yet. Just, just had to tell you, don't worry about the blood on my you know, tolling yeah, belt. Yeah, don't worry about all the blood all over me. <laughs> but before we go, of course, we do want to take an opportunity to thank our patrons. So thank you all for your continued support. We would not be able to continue doing this uh, without you. Uh, we wouldn't have uh, horrible fights against cultists down deep underground <laughs> where people flee for their lives. True. Yes, but we also wouldn't be able to help the Utyugs, the noble Utyugs. It's true, the noble, the noble, noble Utyug. Utyug. We're mm-hmm. hosting family reunions down here. For the low, mm-hmm. low price of $5 a month, you can get the entirety of Tyrant's Grasp and also help noble Utyugs not be mm-hmm. murdered by adventurers. <laughs> Absolutely. Won't you think of the Utyugs? Won't you think, think of, think of <laughs> the think are tiny friends, little guys. Just imagine Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background, arms of an angel, <laughs> and donate $5 to save the Utyugs. In yes. the <laughs> tentacles of an Utyug. <laughs> Crawl away the sewers. <laughs> I will have oh Ross write that entire song as a Patreon stretch goal. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. We'll, put, we'll find some people with music. We'll make the song. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. Sorry I had to just volunteer you there, Ross. But there no, you go. no, it's too good. It's too good. Rick has ordered me to volunteer, so I will do it. I will cut, uh, I will cut us a video of the setup. What's the setup? We'll have to find a, a notably distinct enough version of that song that is not legally binding. To change a oh handle my God, yeah. It's a parody. It's fine. It's a parody. It parody. Yeah, parody. Yeah. yeah. I've got yeah, I've got a challenge for uh for Bumford now. However, before we go, we do want to take an opportunity to thank a couple of our patrons. And uh, I say we take a second to thank a few of them by names. And I am going to start with Stephen Halverson. So thank you, Stephen. We get a lot of Stevens. We've got a strong support from the Stephen Stephen base. The Stephen universe, if you will. Yes. I get the joy of thinking graph and I assume by extension, the boys. Excellent. And I would like to thank Eric Johnson. Woo. Nice. Oh, thank you, Eric. Yes. Thank you, Eric. Uh, I would like to thank Zachary Zake. I think it's how you pronounce that. Zike, maybe? Ooh, ZZ. A, I yeah, do like a good alliterative good, name. Those are good yeah. initials, and your last name looks really cool. I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's pronounced. It's real neat. Yeah. <laughs> And I would like to thank Jefferson Bell. Oh, that's a great name. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like a like, really cool company at some, of some sort <laughs> oh, that yeah. makes like, cool things. Jefferson Bell. <laughs> well, Jefferson, Jefferson always comes across as like a really refined first that's name. That's an NPC you know? in War for the Crown. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. 100%. Little Jefferson Bell. And uh, I would like to go on ahead and thank Mark Doherty. So thank you very much, Mark, for your uh, for your continued support. Yeah, thank Woo-hoo. you so much. You'll Woo. love to see it. We do. We do love to see it. Yes, we love our patrons. And thank you for letting us uh, or for helping us continue to do what we do, mm-hmm. which is thank work Thank you for hard. letting us whisper in your ear holes. Well, that made it weird. It. Don't do that. <laughs> and then Jessica decided to make it weird. So well, I'm sorry. Know, that's what you pay for. <laughs> I mean, you're not one wrong. of your, one of your five dollars goes to making in, encouraging Jessica to be weird. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. And of course, I do want to uh, thank a few of our uh, our. Or actually, I want to thank all of our Find the Path tier patrons, uh, including a few new additions. So thank oh, you so much ooh, for joining our, uh, our fifty dollar tier over on wow. our Patreon. Uh, this wow. includes uh, Andrew Miller, and here Eric Junker, Jessica Vertelli, Jim. Just right, Jim. Cool. Hey, Gary Jim. S, Joshua Paul Saldana, Lewis Ellis, <laughs> Lisa Junker, and TJ Khan. Thank hey. you all for your continued Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. so much. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Greatly appreciate it. <laughs> a couple of those jumped in at the, uh, you can pay everything up front. So we really appreciate oh, that. My. Oh, my. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, you do save a little tiny bit of money with a yearly, like annual. Yes, yeah, yeah. you do. You yeah. do save some money. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for your continued patronage and support. Wow, we're so close to our Tyrant's Grass weekly I know, goal. we are creeping up, creep, creep, wow. creeping up on our 5,000 uh, tier, which is going to be great, which means that we are almost 66% of the way to Ooh. having Hell's Rebels be a weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so if, true. You oh, cons- if you really so like this show, if you'd really love to have more of this show, just think, if we were already there... We'd be like an episode like hundred something right now. It'd be amazing. <laughs> be great. So, yeah, it would be like the one twenties right now. We'd be like more wow. than halfway done. Yeah. We'd probably be in like book four or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we would. Mm. You guys would be like, I don't know, in the ocean wrestling an Ableth or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nico's here um, for this. Promises, is promises, tap out for that one. You got this, Nico. I want to just turn into a shark and hang out. Patreon stretch ocean. goal under <laughs> underwater adventure. <laughs> no. I'm really interested to see uh, the the fan commentary and all the rest of that over whether or not that was uh, random as heck or foreshadowing. Uh oh. What? I would be both. What? Random. What? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go. I'm cool. Rick did make the underwater combat rules available to our patrons. <laughs> it is true, mm. actually. Uh, I we, I do have a nice printout for our underwater combat rules, which are available to all of our patrons at the $15 tier. And uh, I'm, I'm working on something real special that will be available mm. as a digital content soon for our, uh, our $15 tier. So if you want to uh, right. up, if you're already a subscriber or if you want to jump in. It's probably going to be really cool for everyone else and really bad for us players. I'm just saying. It's probably just going to be hilly. Whether or not it's bad for you or not. It would still be pretty cool mm. if I That's do say fair. so. Oh, myself. I don't doubt that it's going to be awesome, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you. I work hard. Uh, and until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Good luck, good Pathfinders. Luck. I want to do a Baba Yaga's Hut house race where we each build a Baba Yaga's hut and then we race. <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. You guys are going to go blind for a second here.
you I don't know why I, sh- I shut my eyes like I was going to be blinded. For <laughs> like, yeah, I, I looked away. I thought it was going to be like super bright on the like screen or something. Like you're going to flash us with lighters. <laughs> yeah. Ah, gotcha. Uh, weird. <laughs>